He's fisting it. A to Z, innit? Don't know why I put a little twang on my counting there, but I did. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric and with me as always is my co-host Jonathan. And with us, as often, is Fergal Trainer. As yes. often, nice, nice intro. Thanks, yeah, great to be here. Always a pleasure. The Irish Metal Knight, or whatever I, <laughs> I, dubbed, I dubbed you, something like that. Uh, so we're kind of celebrating something today, uh, your vacation. Fergal. Yes, I'm off to America. America! Uh, yeah. Next Fuck week. Yeah. America. I've actually been singing that for about three weeks. Fuck yeah. yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure that's been delightful to be around. It's like 911 times a thousand. That's right. <laughs> 911,000. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a festival in Texas, Hell's Heroes 4, um, which looks fantastic. Has an excellent lineup. I've talked about on my own podcast. Uh, just all like, it's, it's underground metal and from the new wave of traditional heavy metal and the old wave kind of thing. So you've got like bands like Riot and Candlemas, but you've also got like Night Demon and bands like that. So it looks unbelievable. Can't wait for it. Haunt. Nice. And I gather you're, uh, or I gather, or uh, rather we talked about it beforehand, you're going to be meeting at least a couple of, uh, at least one. I'm meeting two other alumni of your podcast. Yes, Melissa, yeah. Nee, and George. I don't know George's surname, actually. Oh, I do. George Solano. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm using their surnames, but anyway, <laughs> I'm meeting both of them. Uh, so we're going to connect. And there's a pre-party the night before as well, which I'm kind of half interested in, which is the perfect level of interest to have in a, in a pre-party, because if you're too invested in it, then you won't kind of socialize and stuff. So I'm hoping the night before would be like a good night to have beers and just interact and stuff like that. Yeah, so that'd be cool. I'm probably going to the states uh, this fall. I'm not not won't be going to any really fun places. Basically, just like Richmond, Virginia, where like nothing happens. <laughs> okay. Well, we. I, I mean, I will be what is happening in Richmond, Virginia, <laughs> <laughs> and that probably says a lot. Um, going to the Eric Shaw festival. Eric Shaw festival attendance yeah, one. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, t- tell me a little bit about, about that lineup. I think it seemed pretty good. I actually have it prepared in case you ask me about it. How about that? Um, so headliners are Candlemas and Dark Angel, uh, then Riot or Riot V as they call themselves now, but it's Riot basically. And Sarah Dungle are just underneath. Um, so I fucking love Candlemas, Riot, and Sarah Dungle. No, not particularly into Dark Angel, but that's fine. Then Eternal Champion um, are they're like next in line. So all like the headliners are getting like an hour and a half. Then underneath they're getting an hour. And then every other band is getting half an hour strict. So Eternal Champion, Slough Fag, um, Night Demon, Haunt, Summerlands, Traveller, uh, Smolder cancelled, unfortunately. I was looking forward to seeing them. Then there's loads of other bands that I don't really know that well. Like um, I do know High Spirits, actually. They're a really good band. But then there's like Bewitcher, Savage Master, uh, Night Cobra, uh, Solicitor, Bloodstar, Lady Beast, etc. There's lo- loads of great sounding bands and some of those I've listened to one or two tracks and they're really good but I haven't just given them the full 
listen i don't even know if i will give them the full listen by this point like it's probably too late but i watch pretty much i'm gonna watch pretty much everything there's a zero clashes so when one band finishes upstairs the next band starts downstairs so it just it sounds like it's really well organized so i'm really looking forward to Great. I hate it when they have the things like you're gonna like you know where you, where you literally have to you you can't not miss something you're gonna be, I mean, yes you and I was I was really worried about this because I was looking at the lineup going I really don't want to miss any of these people. Unfortunately, uh, a Swedish band Enforcer had to pull out, and I do like them. Um, and uh, also, some another band had to pull out. Satan, uh, new wave British heavy metal band, had to pull out as well. But it's tough shit. Like I, I've learned this with these lineups when there's this absolute massive list of of things. Like somebody always pulls out, so you just have to kind of accept that. I, I'm supposed to be going to fucking um, Manorfest in May next year. I'm not supposed to be going. I am going, but uh, Visigoth were supposed to be playing two nights, and they've pulled out. I just got the news yesterday. I was absolutely devastated. It was the whole reason I was going. But uh, anyway. Where's that? That's in Toaster. T-O-W-C-E-S-T-E-R. Pronounced Toaster in the UK. It's in the Midlands. Uh, flying into Birmingham. Huh. And uh, now for the States, where are you flying into? Are you flying into... Uh, flying into Houston. And then Houston. we're getting a, another flight to New Orleans where we'll spend seven nights. Then on to Houston again. Uh, and we'll fly home from Houston as well. I was saying to Eric just before you joined that it's easier to t- fly to and from Houston, so that's why we're flying in there first. It's much cheaper to do it that way. So New Orleans, is that is that uh, related? Because that's, uh, of course, Louisiana and not Texas. Yeah, no, it's not It's not related at all. We just want to visit there. Um, it just looks yeah, really yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I want to go I, there too. Just looking forward too, to the yeah. food. The food looks amazing. Well, yeah. Planning a yeah. trip there with my dad, actually. Yeah, to, oh, lovely. When uh, is that? To, uh, uh, whenever he can really it's like a, a matter of health and and such things uh, okay but, you know as soon as possible hopefully you know he's he's up there in age now and we want we've been wanting to do that trip ever since he couldn't ski anymore yeah so you know we want to do something more like drinking beer and listening to rock brilliant, which brilliant is still possible yeah. with his knees i was gonna say I'll, I'll be meeting my sister as well so she lives in san francisco she's gonna fly to new orleans and she's going to come in for five nights, which is very rare for her because she owns her own bar and manages it and doesn't give herself time off at all. And when she does, she usually comes to Ireland. So um, she never, ever has holidays. So it'll be like a real kind of proper holiday for her for the first time in nice. in cool. fucking forever. I look forward to hearing about probably some uh, funny observations in the... Oh, I can't... You undoubtedly will. I cannot wait. I'm going to be fucking putting down my feckin' check-in notes for the entire holiday. <laughs> yeah. You're bringing a recorder of sorts? Uh, no, no, no. Just my brain. <laughs> yeah. Did you know in New Orleans that they... Blah, yeah. blah, blah. I mean, maybe you run into someone, you want to do an interview, but you don't do much of that uh, in-field stuff, right? No, I don't do that at all, actually. Um, oh. And I like it that way. That's too unpredictable, I think. Uh, maybe so maybe you, so you could get one of those you could get like a mini they don't make them anymore but those like dale cooper 
mini cassette oh, recorder. Yeah. You Diane. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm in. Having, I'm having another beer, Diane. <laughs> I had a slice of cherry pie. <laughs> uh, it, what's the saying? This must be where pies go when they die, or something like that. <laughs> uh, there you go. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. They got a cherry pie there that'll kill you. We'll make a fresh pot of coffee. Can we offer you gentlemen a cup of joe? Fellas, don't drink that coffee. Some Cooper here might want to try a slice of that pie. Damn, I still can't get the taste of that fish filled with coffee out of my mouth. Two more pieces of this incredible pie. Brought you some pie. That's great, Huckleberry Pie, Mrs. Hayward. Cup of coffee. Anyone for a warm-up? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah yes. Bet. Damn good coffee. And hot. Coffee, please. Do you like coffee? Agent Cooper loves coffee. Trudy, two more coffees, please. Mm. Some fresh Huckleberry pie. Norma, slice of Huckleberry pie, heated, vanilla ice cream on the side, coffee. Looks like pie and coffee's on you. Coffee's free. We're gonna need some more coffee. If the rumors are true, by rumors I mean what if what you've told me is accurate, uh, this, we've reached the halfway mark, isn't this? This is the halfway point. This is the halfway point of the Look. original run, that is. Yeah. We're living on a prayer. Living Indeed. on a prayer. Yeah. Halfway there. Yeah. Halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's kind of cool. This, it, seems, it seems weird that we're already that far into it, but also, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, Finishing up the J's as well. J's hey, are. How, how about a side plot here? And I'm sorry to spring this on both of you because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. may not have discussed this, but when this finishes, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue? Are you going to keep doing a podcast or are you going to do something else or what? I think we, we have some ideas. We're going to see how we're going to sprinkle them in there, but it'd be. Um, because we kind of want to some just at some point do the solo discographies and that kind of stuff as well, but I don't know how we're going to do that really. That's the thing. Well, like we aired a different aired, and that's a Swedish way of saying it, Lufta. We uh, we uh, I guess brought forward a couple of ideas of how to do it. What I want to do is I don't want to do it alphabetically after mm. the original run, and I don't mm. want to do it by song by song necessarily. Mm. Maybe uh, albums, maybe not one album in an episode, but maybe an album in three episodes or something like that. I think though you're such a good thing going on a good community it would be a shame for it to stop like talking Maiden stopped and it was just like it was like a death in the family I think for everybody it was just like what <laughs> oh, oh I agree I mean I I, ha, I, ha, I mean there's I mean I don't want to this is just an idea that occurred to me right in the second I don't necessarily think this is what we should do but I know like for instance uh, there's a pod I listen to called uh, James Bonding it's about the James Bond movies and um, ridiculous nice. name. And eventually, so they did. They went through all the movies, obviously. And then they did another run where they went through them again with different guests. Oh, I don't know about that. That's a bit. No, that might be. I like. Yeah, I don't want to be talking about fucking. Maybe, <laughs> maybe some choice again. episodes because a guy came back to me. I don't remember who. If it was maybe Matthias, uh, Matthew Reynolds, uh, that came back to us and said he listened to Angel and the Gambler, and apparently we didn't talk about the song at all. So there's a couple that we, that we might want to redo. I don't know. I haven't re-listened to it. So I don't know. But apparently we didn't even talk about the song. Who was on that episode? Hendrik. Right. Yeah. Going back through the same songs again. I mean, Justice of the Peace shouldn't be talked about once, let alone twice. We'll get to that. <laughs> True. No, but yeah. No, that, that obviously is not now. We'll figure something out because I don't, I don't want this to, to go away. And we're not, not going away for a while, but we'll... No, no, um, but there's some different ideas. And I mean, I'm... Pretty much 100% positive that it will go on after the original run. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that sense, it feels pretty good that we're halfway through that. Which know. would be Justice of the Beast. Justice of the Ooh. Beast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, finishing up Jay's today. Uh, which songs, Eric? Indeed we are. Which songs? Well, first up, we have we have, we have two songs from uh, the same era. Uh, Judgment of Heaven. 
Yes. Uh, and then f- follow that, we're going to also do Justice of the Peace, which is a song that just like last week when we did a, a Judgment Day, uh, this is sort of a similar thing. This is also a track that wasn't in- included on the X Factor. Uh, depending who you ask, it was either just it was, it was but the, 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 apparently due to space, but it might also have been you know who knows why really. Yeah, they all came in pretty close to each other in our podcast. Yeah. Uh, I live my way, then uh, Judgment Day and Justice of the Peace. Yeah, but yeah, of course uh, we're gonna start with uh, Judgment of Heaven. Indeed. Could you call that an X Factor X Factor deep cut? Is it a deep cut, Fergal? I think it is a deep cut, yeah. It's not one of the songs people would mention. Usually you get like Lord of the Flies, Sign of the Cross, or Man on the Edge spoken about from the X Factor. I would say everything else is considered a deep cut, and this is one of them. Probably, yeah. Edge of Darkness get me- gets mentioned more than mm. other songs, um, and more than this song, I would say, as well. This song stands out in several ways. Uh, should we start music-wise this time, I think? Mm. Musically, musically, it's a bit different because it has a very... Oh, what could you say? A major type vibe or a sort of happy mm. vibe with the lyrics that we're going to get to that are far from happy. Or maybe yeah. not. You know, I have some theories on those too and I, I, I'm sure you guys have that as well. But uh, musically, yeah. it has some more of upbeat... Uh, happy flavor you could say uh, mm. than most of this album right oh definitely yeah yeah um and if you didn't if you didn't know what they were singing about you you might assume was a you know a quote-unquote happy song um yeah yeah let's, let's kick it off should we i mean i can i'll throw in some of the bit you know the intro here we can listen to that sure um, uh apparently i need to be more specific than that because i found everything <laughs> a lot of other stuff <laughs> <laughs> Probably about nine different religions coming up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. yeah. Who knew that was a Christian chant? Oh, you gotta love a good old fashioned Gregorian my own, chant. My own website called Judgment of Heaven. Uh, yeah, I've never told you about that, but um. yeah. And it's on the acoustic bass, I think. Mm. Sounds like it. And like Eric said a couple of weeks back, no one can play the acoustic bass like Steve. Ixnay on the Ace Bay. Very unique touch. <laughs> Ixnay on the X Bay? What? <laughs> Ixnay on the Ombre. I fucking love this. Like, this is. Yeah. This is a, like, uh, the, for me, the first time I listened to this, I loved it. That's and I still do. What can you say about this? Could this be one of those uh, The Who inspired parts that Steve brings up sometimes? Mm. It has a little bit of that in, in yeah. it, I think, I think, musically. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I, do you know what I love? I love the tempo, the rhythm of that playing. Um, it's like ding, 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 ding. There's a lot of, that seems like a very Yannick kind of riff. Yeah. But it's like, it's pleasant. It's pleasant on the ear. It's like, it's welcoming. It's it's inviting. You're like, yeah, okay, keep keep coming. Let's hear what you've got. Actually, mentioning Yannick, songwriting credits on this one is it steve only or i think it's just steve right i yeah. think it's a steve only uh again this is something that one could have one being me one one indeed <laughs> looked uh <laughs> all right let's see i'll just add all this nonsense out to make it look like i was really organized yes just steve just steve yeah i, I assumed so I as well so. based on the so lyrics well. uh, which we'll probably catch you later i don't want to jump ahead indeed. but um that intro is is I love it. Uh, I think it's great. One of the, it's like one of my favorite 
intros actually i'm not talking about opening riffs opening riffs are different so it's not like um it's not like the trooper or like you know um uh be quick or be dead or something like that those are really like you know assaulting yep. kind of things but this is just like a kind of soft intro for those types of songs this is one of my favorite it's more like an arrangement uh, rather than a riff right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you have the chords basically on that acoustic bass and uh, i think he's he's plucking it in a different way like uh, maybe doing some kind of claw plucking is what i hear like or it could be uh, with the entire fist he does that sometimes too he's fisting it fisting the acoustic bass indeed and there and there is the clip for the intro <laughs> <laughs> fisting of heaven Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, has it been too much of that lately? Too much of that? Uh, no, I don't know. It's never too much of that. No, I guess not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, well, depending, what do you mean stuff? You mean like David Coverdale's penis? Yeah, or I mean fisting? like sexual uh, intros because we had blowing smoke up our arse uh, last week. I, I don't know that was sexual. No, that wasn't sexual. <laughs> but you well, know, I mean, unless involved, you're into involved that. genitalia. I don't know. Of course, intimate, there's nothing wrong with intimate parts, <laughs> intimate parts, body parts. But yeah. He's fisting the, let's say, he's fisting the acoustic bass, and it sounds pretty cool. Which, of course, is fine these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally okay these days, you know. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. But uh, I agree with Fergal. Sounds good. I I like the sound of it. Uh, I think it's uh, sort of an open sound, uh, to use a non-music theory word. It has an openness to it. You know, it 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 opens up some kind of uh, scenery. Or um, I guess a mental scenery, if you read into, read into the lyrics, uh, which mm. you know mm. we almost have to get into them, you know, alongside the music because they are such an yeah. important yeah. part of the song. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that, and I would say mm. that uh, the the lyrics in this song are obviously very, what's the word, somber or yeah, I'd say that's yeah, a fair somber, kind of depressed, you know, uh, contemplating suicide many times, and mm-hmm. uh, but but deciding not to, and I think that's sort of where the the energy of the song lies. It lies in that sort of uh, glimmer of hope when you're really down. So you're really down uh, in the gutter, but you have that little glimmer of hope, and you're deciding that ah, fuck it, I'm gonna give it a go. That's the feeling I get from the, both the music and the lyrics combined, even though mm-hmm. they're quite different yeah. in tone. I think it's it's almost a suicide note. Um, he's saying, I'll only cry for help. <clears throat> I'll only cry for help, reaching out for help to anyone. A silent prayer to God to help you on your way. I've been depressed so long, it's hard to remember when I was happy. I felt like suicide a dozen times or more. I think that is a special line, a special sentence in an Iron Maiden song. This is not mm. run, fly to live, live to fly, aces high. This is not children of the damned, you know, you know, this is Steve Harris telling us that he's felt like killing himself 12 times or more. Um, and he's just telling us. And yeah. Yeah. He, he's being honest and he's not dressing it up in any metaphor. He's not doing any symbolism. There's nothing. He's saying, it's hard to remember when I was happy. I felt like killing myself at least 12 times. I didn't, but I fucking felt like it. And like, that is that is a precious sentiment in an Iron Maiden song. And you, you don't get that a lot. You never got it before and you've never had it since. Yeah. Not really. No, it's very, it's very, it gets very real in a very. That's a lot. There's a lot of this in this album. Um, you know, that goes dark in a way they haven't really. They haven't really done it much since then. Um, no. And you know, I, I know some. You know, I know maybe you can, like, oh well, this song here is, you know, even is about this or is using this as a metaphor. Mm. Sure, there's probably a little bit of that. Yeah. But again, this is pretty. You know, right up front street. This is about 
very some very dark feelings that pretty much everyone can re- re- relate to. Exactly. Yep. So we like, I mean, Edge of Darkness. You, they use the metaphor of um, the fucking apocalypse now for whatever. Um, I was on that episode. I think was I it was, and I was. T- 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 yeah, I think it was. I, I I felt it was about his divorce. But this is like him telling you, I, I've wanted to kill myself and I didn't do it. And he's not dressing it up in anything, which I think is no. it's just beautiful in its simplicity. Yeah. yeah and I think, I, I, you know, the reason I want to do, I guess, lyrics and music at the same time is that the music have this sort of upbeat and, and happy flavor. And I think that's because you find that little piece of hope or glimmer in, in that very low point. That is, you know, yeah, the reason he didn't kill himself after contemplating it a dozen times or more uh, that you know the idea that i can actually go somewhere from here i could give it a go and i will yeah. you know so it, it has that dichotomy i guess you could say going on mm. um, where it's very dark but it's uh, with that um, spur of light you know yeah you know obviously there's a, the, 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 the message of you know uh, and not giving into that kind of stuff, but then also you get the stuff later on the very you know religious kind of aspect of mm. you know judgment of heaven waiting for me. Which again, this is not like it seems like even though there's a bit of a positive note to it. There's still a bit of a looming kind of you know. It's still depressed. Darkness. Yeah, it's still depressed. Yeah. It's still not the. Well, one thing I find interesting is that it starts in the first person and it turns to the second person. So it's like a lonely cry for help. I've been depressed so long. It's hard to remember when I was happy. And then it's like you're searching in the dark. You take the tarot cards. You question your beliefs. And then later on, it's all of my life I have believed. I wonder, is he talking about different people or is that just an accident? <laughs> the human condition, perhaps? Maybe. Yeah. And is he thinking one, like when he's saying you, is he saying one? Searches in the dark, etc. Also, what's interesting is you take the tarot cards and throw them to the wind. So he's like obviously talking to a god here, possibly a Christian god because mm-hmm. of the word heaven. Um, then he's talking about tarot cards as well, which is interesting because that's like paganism or you know sorts or different things like that. Um, like tarot who, uh, woman, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> so is he is he like looking for answers with tarot cards? And if so, is he a skilled? tarot card reader and if not well then maybe he should have thrown them to the wind because they probably wouldn't make much sense unless he has the kind of skill of reading those cards um or always always like that ronnie line tarot woman i don't know (laughs) i don't know about this tarot woman i don't know about this guy (laughs) i don't know not so sure not so sure yeah well he's like so he's clutching at straws to find a way and obviously clutching at straws might be well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give these tarot cards a go. That didn't work, so he's throwing them to the wind. Mm. That's how I sort of yeah. yeah. Is he is he outside when he's reading the tarot cards? Which is interesting as well. Like it's presumably you do it inside, but anyway. I think the wind the wind is a metaphor, Fergal. The wind is a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> rest assured. <laughs> I will not rest assured. I will not rest, nor will I be assured. There is no there is no uh, geography in this one. You know, there is no uh, geology in this one. I don't yeah. think. So also interesting is like if there is a god then answer if you will i've never been able to decide for definite reading steve harris's lyrics whether or not he believes in god he seems to be on no. the cusp of belief mm, but yep. never quite committing to it and this is another example of that if there is a god but then later on he says all of my life i've believed judgment of heaven is waiting for me and and the reason i think he didn't commit suicide is i feel that he feels that he would have been judged by heaven and or god uh, yeah. which is why he didn't do yeah. it yet. Then he's like saying, if there is a God, so you're like, do you believe or do you not? And if you, if you don't believe, then why do you feel you'd be judged by something you're not even sure if you believe in? 
You know what? A judgment of heaven is a perfect topic to have an Irish guest. <laughs> it really is. Like that's that's what it's all about over there. With the mm. the Catholicism. Well, it was. That. It's not, not so much uh, anymore. Well, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we talked about the divorce rates, for example, mm. in between Sweden and, and and Ireland. And you know, no one gets a divorce in Ireland. Well, they, they do now. That's the thing. Divorce has but only been legal few, since 1995, though. Exactly, and here it's been legal for 600 years. You know. Yeah. That's what's so weird that fucking Kurt Cobain died before divorce was legal in Ireland. Obviously, these things aren't connected by any of the imagination. Yeah. No, that was the instigator. It was when Kurt Cobain died. They were like, all right, let's legalize <laughs> divorce. <laughs> from my outsider perspective, so correct me if I'm wrong, Fergal, but from my yeah. outsider perspective, uh, the Irish uh, culture is uh, sort of God-fearing and uh, does not want to be judged by God. I don't think so anymore, right? So that would have been accurate mm. maybe 20 years ago, longer okay. ago than that. Personally, while most people would identify as Roman Catholic, I don't feel that actually most people are Roman Catholic. For example, we had our census there recently. I don't know if you do that in Sweden. The government sends out a questionnaire. You have to fill it in. You'd fill in details about people in the house. You're legally obligated to do this. And every few years, and it's how they they comment on population and collect data on the population, blah, blah, blah. Um, so my housemate filled out that she's Roman Catholic. She's fucking not Roman Catholic at all. <laughs> I know she's yeah, not. She's yeah. never been to Mass, never spoken about God, never prayed, never done anything. But lots of people in Ireland fit into that category. Now, she's Polish, right? But it's, Poland is similar. In fact, they're, they're a couple of decades behind Ireland in that kind of thing. But um, I'd know, I would know plenty of people who identify as Roman Catholic, and it would have ticked that box. And there's a no-religion box there, the one that I ticked. But they would have ticked that box because, one, they were baptized. Two, they went to their fucking communion, blah de blah but they're not Roman Catholic. They don't go to Mass. They don't pray. Yeah. They don't believe in God even. But they still say they're Roman Catholic. But that is always on the on the way. And always, always, always. And realistically, I don't know anyone of my friends or associates at all. And, and I'm being honest here. Who's religious in any way. Realistically. Right. Like, no, no, I mean, one. even in uh, Muslim communities in, for example, Singapore. I've got some friends over there. I have a, a good friend who who is uh, connected uh, via mm. marriage mm. to that yeah. and yeah. and uh, they are of course on on a tick box level muslim yeah but but they are not yeah. really yeah muslim. absolutely you like know, they're my not own really parents practicing like, it. my, my mother practicing it. is is definitely an atheist and she only kind of confided in me uh, like maybe 10 10 15 years ago i would have never known as a child that my mother was an atheist uh, she would have never told me and and she would have been embarrassed to admit it to her peers because they were all Catholic, but they weren't. Mm. They're not, and no one is really. Um, <laughs> it's like, sort of the the difference between culturally Catholic or culturally um, Muslim, uh, you know, rather than religiously. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know, it comes as culture uh, more so. Exactly, culturally Catholic is a great way of putting it. There's a lot yeah. of culturally Catholic people in Ireland, but there's very few actually Catholic people. Mm. Don't know any of them. There we go. And I think Steve is not um, actually Catholic. Uh, or Christian. Well, there's, there's also, there's very different, there's, 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 there's more sort of, you know, there's a lot of different Christian sort of offshoots. Not, there's not just, they're not all Catholic. Yeah, well, it's more likely he'd more. be a, Pro- a Protestant. But, Protestant, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, would yeah. imagine he's not even a Christian, to be honest. Probably not, but he's dabbling, as you said. Yes, Definitely. I, I find, I think it's a good lyrical vehicle for him. Um, yeah. And he uses it again and again. And I mean, you can dabble, you can use it for uh, philosophical ventures without being a believer, you know. Absolutely. I, I still say, oh my God, and Jesus Christ all the time when I'm ex- oh, exclaiming. Uh, yeah, I like saying Jesus Christ. It sounds fun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thinking of yeah. a Mr. Slave from South Park there, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. Jesus Christ. But also, if you like, uh, uh, you have songs like uh, For the Greater Good of God, which is not particularly Absolutely. Uh, positive towards no, religion. It's not. Yeah. I, um, but it yeah. could be double-edged. Even that one could be double-edged. Even that one could say something like, okay, you claim it's for the greater good of God, but yeah. how could it be? So it doesn't necessarily have to be atheist or anti-God. Well, not atheist, you know? but you can be, you can be like, for instance, like I said, I, I, I'll, I'll say it here. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure I don't believe in anything, but I'm very much against organized religion. Yeah, those are those two things are not the believing in something or not, and you know, fucking being a you know having a, being a member of the fan club. Yeah, uh, are two very different things. If you choose not to believe, you still have made a choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm with you there, Eric. Uh, I think um, also. I think it's quite personal. I don't think you should um, organize it. I don't think you should uh, uh, put it in a hierarchy or anything. You know, uh, whatever you want to believe in, uh, you know, that's something for you to work on on your own. I think yeah. to be, to be frank, you know, it shouldn't be organized. No, yeah, it it's sort of a, a lot of problems the world has had would not have existed if, there were, if it wasn't organized in that way, I think. thing is, though, uh, anyway. they may have existed. They, mo- they yeah, might have just manifested so. themselves in some other way. That's we true. can That's never true. know. It's like the, um, what if Harrison Ford played Tom Selleck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. I'm, I'm working on something of that. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Hashtag Harrison Ford drum off. It's like Harrison Ford would have played God then in that way, and we would have been like, you know, rest in Star Wars or something. Who knows what? It was. No, no, you said, it, but you said it for me, Fergal. I was just going to say that, of course, it could have manifested in another type of hierarchy or another type of culture. Uh, wouldn't yeah. necessarily have to be uh, the God One. But uh, should should we dive further into the lyrics? I think. Well, I was going to say, would it be funny just before we move on, just to sort of speculate? So let's say Harrison Ford was for some reason the drummer of Iron Maiden, and Nico <laughs> was Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nico is, a, is also the only forward um, uh, Christian member of Iron Maiden. Yeah, he's, uh, he's he forward though, about like, it. Yeah, he's forward about I it. So. No, I know he is, but like, is he though? Oh, I mean, we don't know him, Fergal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder about these people. Like, uh, Ozzy anyway, Osbourne all of a sudden starts oh, saying, Osbourne. Yeah, oh, don't get me yeah. started." I have no, Zach t- Wild, you know, I've, Zach I've just have no heavily. time for that man. Even though, like, I love his music and all that, and oh. I actually quite like him. I just have no time for anything he says or anything he does. I do have time, but uh, maybe you, said, you said it very well on this, on, the, on your fucking on your podcast there. Uh, if I can check in, like about the fucking NFTs that he's pushing, he has no idea what that is. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think, but, I mean, like I said, he made a, a career. He made a career of having no idea what he's doing. No, in a way, he, no, I mean, you know, he's he's that guy. Like, uh, 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 yeah, but, okay, but he, he can choose uh, guitarists. He can, he can yeah. choose a guitarist. He can sing, and he can write melodies, vocal melodies. Those are facts. But yeah. like anything Especially else he does one. is just like it's offensive to my intellect. <laughs> anything else he does, it's just like yeah, shut the fuck up, Ozzy. In fairness, he's a good interviewee as well. He, he's he's quite witty when he when he wants to be. Um, Writing like, melodies that's his strong suit. I agree with that. That that's like he's unparalleled in that regard. Uh, I was uh, I was just before we move on. I was speaking of just. I mean, I think a lot of my sort of like oh, there he is when, he, when he's doing things like interviews and whatnot is has a lot to do with with uh, Sharon uh, being sort of kind of. I don't know. I've always sort of. I'm not. I've never been a huge fan of. of well, her. she picks the um, guitarist. I think. You think uh, so? Well, it, I don't know. Man. I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. I don't think so. Either way, what I'm going to say is there's um there's a sort of a pa- uh, 
uh, some sort of a, it's not a game show. It is sort of like, sort of like a game show, I guess. It's called, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a sort of, I guess, semi-big over in the in the UK called uh, Would I Lie to You? Do you, do you know what I'm talking I do, about? I do, indeed, yeah, I know, shit. Yeah, so hmm. so there's a there's an episode of what I saw. It's, it's really fun. Basically, you have you have a panel of uh, for anyone who doesn't know what this is, you have a panel of uh, various comedians and actors, whatever it is, and they will read from a card, and there'll be a statement of some kind, some sort of like weird kind of story or something like of that sort of nature, hmm. and then the the rest of the people have to sort of guess yeah. if it's a little, if it's truth or lie. Um, and yeah, it's it's, it's usually pretty funny. Uh, and there's one episode where Steve Merchant was on. That's why I wanted to see this one. But also Sharon Osbourne was on it. And it was so weird how she, like, sh- several things that ended up being true, stories she told, she did not come off well in these stories. It was like she, like she you know, arbitrarily fired someone for some ridiculous reason. And, like, like Do you know what? he's, like, yeah. so out of touch with reality in such a weird she's way. She's kind of badass. She's a self-aggrandizing bastard. Like, she, she, she thinks she's brilliant, but she's also horrendous. And it's like, but she's happy to promote this aspect of herself. I don't know if it's yeah. to scare off record companies or whatever the fuck it's supposed to do, but um, I don't know. I, like, I've, oh, she's an intolerable person, I think. Yeah. Intolerable, but a little bit badass, too. Just Bad a little ass, bit. though? What does that mean? What do you mean? That just yeah. means that yeah, basically I'm, I'm, what you said, that you're an asshole, you know, and you're yeah, up front. Yeah, why, why is that an endearing quality? Badass ah, is like... I didn't a, say it like was endearing. A, I didn't say it was endearing. Badass has know. positive connotations to it. He's like, oh... Okay, oh, okay, yeah. You well, know, I Walker, guess, Texas Ranger, or Chuck Norris, whatever, he's a badass. Well, know? I guess just <laughs> like Eric, when we talk jocular songs, he wanted to be positive because everyone else was negative. I'm a little bit like that with Sharon, that maybe I want to, you know, just... I, look, uh, there's plenty of things to say about Sharon that she's done well. For example, yeah. she's managed Ozzy Osbourne's career, which can't have been easy and all that. But like, I just think on a personal level, I think she's a horrible, horrible bastard. Yeah, you're probably I'm not even right. saying a female slur when I say it because I don't want to be branded with that. She's a bastard. <laughs> we'll get cancelled and so forth, so on and so forth. So, yeah, also there's a song which was stuck out. <laughs> so anyway, having... back to Sharon A to Z. Sharon A to Z. <laughs> One of our 11 truck drivers yeah. got into an accident yesterday. We found out today... You were stoned? No. Drunk? Getting a blowjob from a hooker while he's driving the car. Oh, that'll do it. And he was naked. Yeah. Oh, that'll fucking do it. Great. So the ambulance came and he's totally fucking naked in the middle of winter in Connecticut. <laughs> I Can I just ask you a personal question? Yes. Why do we have three brown fingers? Three brown... Oh. Because I put brown dye in my hair. And you were scratching. I'll get it out with nail polish remover. I'll get some now for you. Because the longer it stays in, the longer it stains. I'm scratching my ass again. <laughs> Darling. Someone has been in my room and taken my beers away from my room. I don't think so, darling. Uh, Who would do that? Uh, Sharon! B for bastard. Say. Okay, on to C for... Um, yeah, yeah, there's other... Continuing. Continuing. <laughs> yeah, there we are. Um... Um... Lyrically, mm. let's continue with the lyrics. Yeah. I think that's an interesting I'm path to, to go on from here. So let's bring him up. Yeah. All right. To give them a thorough so, go through. So we, 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 we've got to the tarot card bit. 
Sorry, can I just say a side point here? You can cut this out. One of my friends of is like asking me, should I listen to this Creed thing? I'm like, just listen. He's like, well, you're not going to get me listening to a Creed A to Z. I'm like, no, just listen. <laughs> but he doesn't yeah. listen to them on the day of release, so he's no idea it's an April Fool's Day episode. I'm just like, just listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are some people who, I, there's like at least like a, Something I talked to who just who didn't listen because they assumed it was like I know I saw you posted it again and actually I, I was when when you posted it you put Maiden A to Z or sorry Z Creed A to Z I was like I oh, shouldn't have put Maiden A to Z there should have just fucking yeah run with but it I, I, but I, I was gonna do it but also but uh, I don't know uh, again as it turned out <laughs> just as a Creed even with a Maiden A to Z but it still scared off your people so <laughs> this is yeah, like I, my friend like he would get this shit like he would get it and he uh, completely on board with it. actually like, I, when it was done I was pretty happy with the episode so i asked eric uh in 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 our chat uh should we you know are we gonna lose listeners because this is a pretty good episode and uh, mm, yeah, yeah well yeah. i guess I we sort of co- thing, yeah. copped out we copped out in the end and re-released the episode uh well, i don't know well that's Listen understandable like i mean I, I understand that entirely but yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah anyways but it's funny just watching this unfold yeah, I, I think i think <laughs> I, I think that and i'll say this here and again this is this will be something that if anyone remembers next year when this rolls around if we do anything similar next year, I think we should go go way more deep in it. So that it, oh. there's no, there's no nothing to indicate. It's do a, joke. a fucking gardening podcast, and I will I will read oh, yeah. up on gardening for weeks. Uh, or like do like uh, whiteware, or maybe even yeah. what was uh, it? Whiteware or uh, what was the word? Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like so, uh, household appliances. Household appliances A to Z. White goods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or like, or like, do like, uh, do like, uh, like a sweet, a weird mashup of like, you have like household appliances and like two live crew songs. Yeah. So do, do you know what you should do? You should do it in fucking Swedish as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I like doing that. I like the, you know, I do that too seldom. I've done a couple of episodes with the Maiden Podden guys, and it's really fun to do it in Swedish. Actually, mm. it's way different. I, you speak in Swedish, and I speak in Irish. Be your show. The be brave, Ergen. Kjart galore. Självklart. Additional third language. Was that självklart? Did you say självklart? What? Självklart. Did you say that? Kjart galore. That means uh, it was not. not. (laughs) That means everything's okay. All all good. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, something is not all good, apparently, is. uh, The state of Steve Harris. In the song, I lonely cry for help, reaching out for help to anyone. Silent prayer to God to help you on your way. And uh, yeah, we discussed the rest of that verse. Um, then, uh, of course, Fergal mentioned the changing of um, from I to you. you so know, I, think, first, I think first person gets... to second person, which is an interesting turn that I didn't really make as much of a mark on as you did. But it's an interesting turn. You know. I have an interesting thought. Well, I think it's interesting. It's, I suppose it's up for other people to decide if it's actually interesting. Um, when it gets to messy territory that he doesn't want to involve himself with, he changes to you. So, for example, I know he, he's already said suicide, right? Which you could say is messy territory. But I think that's easier for him to discuss than this. If you could live your life again, would you change a thing or leave it all the same? If you had the chance again, would you change a thing at all? When you look back at your past and you say that you're proud of what you've done, blah, blah, blah. I think he's fucking traumatized by Bruce Dickinson leaving. Uh, and I don't think he's yeah. ever gotten over that. And in Virtual Eleven as well, I did three episodes with our friend Andrew Deproy on Virtual Eleven, which I'll be releasing soon. And I think the lyrics in that speak to that as well. I think he's absolutely traumatized about Bruce Dickinson leaving the band, about him allowing Bruce to go. Uh, and I think there's a lot of that in this song as well. And when it gets to that point, he changes it to the second person perspective, putting it on somebody else, not on him. Um, 
Yeah, like Greg said when we did Flight of Icarus, we played the um, isolated vocal track. How do you yeah. let that guy leave your band? Why don't <laughs> exactly. you do everything possible exactly. to keep that guy exactly. in your band? <laughs> and and like, I think he's traumatized by this. And I think the whole Blaze Run, realistically, if you look at the lyrics, if you really look at the lyrics in the Blaze Run, Steve is upset about his marriage breaking down and he's upset about his relationship with Bruce breaking down. And I think that is every song that he's written in those And low-key Martin Birch going off golfing or something. Possibly as well. Like he's right. lost everybody. He's lost his singer, he's lost his wife, he's lost his producer. I'll say, speaking of the Flight of Icarus, it's just kind of weird that I happened to open a beer just now, and the very, the very I don't know if you can see it, it's sort of out of focus, but it's a Flight of Icarus. Oh, yes, I can see it, yeah. So, yeah. So, he lost, he lost, he lost his singer as producer, so he lost his two kind of, like, you know, creative kind of, he lost two big sort of... Huge assets. Puzzle pieces. And then, but I think this whole, if you could live your life again thing, I think that's Bruce. I think it's Bruce. Yeah. I think it's like... Okay. Would you change anything at all? When you look back at your past, can you say that you're proud of what you've done? I'm sure he is proud of what he's done, but are there times when you believe the right you thought was wrong? So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's like, it's buyer's remorse for the singer mm. replacement. Mm. Yeah. And Blaze is singing these songs, which is the ultimate irony. Yeah. And then, of course, you must include Adrian as well. That wasn't easy sure. for him either. Sorry. Sure. In, 80, in 88, that wasn't easy for him either. 89, perhaps it was. Uh, that was hard for him, you know. He asked him, are you in or are you out? And Adrian yeah. was going, I don't know. And I don't know was not the right answer. Do, do, so do you know was, what I think is, 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 is mind-boggling? Is that Steve was clearly, maybe not on the brink of suicide, but he was, he was so at the point of suicide that he wrote and released a publicly available song about it. Imagine mm -hmm. he had have killed himself. Imagine he had have done it. And his legacy was Fear the Dark Backwards. No, but I'm fucking sad is what it would have been. Imagine. Mm. And he hadn't, yeah. like, we hadn't got plays, we hadn't got this, and then we hadn't got the reunion. And, like, there, there were clearly times when he was thinking about doing it. He's told yeah, us, yeah. he just told us now, a dozen times or more. It's like, imagine he had done it. Imagine. I think it, uh, like, it's actually pretty brave. We wouldn't be here. No, we pretty, pretty brave of him, actually, to, to come out forward and say it like that. Oh, you know? absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like, I mean, do you know what? Uh, um... Uh, Mick Wall used to have a, a, a website or a blog, uh, just mickwall.com. It's gone now. But um, there was one part where he was he was writing a, um, a thing about Gene Simmons and he was like, he was also talking about suicide and he's like, do you think in his deepest, darkest moments when Gene Simmons is all alone, he looks in the mirror, his kiss makeup removed, do you think that he hasn't thought about ending it? Do you? And then he goes, next, you'll be telling me that you haven't. And I remember reading that going, whoa. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... it's. Um, and I was like, I was like, I have thought of it. I have thought of killing myself. I'm not even ashamed yeah, to admit it. I mean, like, it's it's crossed my mind, absolutely, when I'm at my most depressed and lowest. And he was he was framing it in the way of Gene Simmons. He was like, but he was like, next you'll be telling me you have. And I was like, fucking hell, that is powerful. And I think it's very, very brave of somebody to admit that and put it in a song. And yeah sing about it or like i have some have somebody sing about it this this sort of like um uh i mean also you know back i mean obviously i, th I think most people have uh, i'm gonna come, come out here I, and I, I say I have. I have as well and that's why i sort of brought up the t the topic of it being quite brave to say because i don't like saying this in a podcast right now this is supposed to be a quite fun and happy podcast but yeah mm. i have as well more than once. I think, More I think, than once. I, th I, I think that I think it does. I think it helps. Uh, potentially helps other people by you know making it okay to talk about, mm. which is yeah. Uh, 
But it's something interesting because, like, uh, uh, there's this song would obviously read completely different if he had done this. Oh, so I say this after this. this would be his suicide note now. This would be like this a, would be the song, most popular Iron Maiden song of all time. Actually, had yeah. he had he actually killed himself? There's there's a there's a there's a band from Scotland which I love called Frightened Rabbit, and the singer of that band, Scott Hutchins, said he did kill himself, and he had a song in one of his earlier albums mm. about thinking about doing that and not doing it. And mm. actually, in the in the that song is um. It has to do with, you know, sort of throwing yourself into a river, which is what he ended up doing. Um, and that was meant to be, because at that point it was about overcoming these kind of things. So there's a line in the song, uh, I think I'll save suicide for another day, huh. meaning that he's not doing it then. And that when he didn't, you know, when he obviously didn't do it before he did it, that was seen as a very like a triumphant kind of thing. And now, with you know, with hindsight now, when he, had, when he did exactly that, it has a very different kind of yeah. you know, feel to it. So anyway, it's interesting to look at Steve's approach here because he's talking about the selfish way and the easy way. Mm. So he's sort of taking, I guess, a route of prestige or, um, um, yeah, sort of a route of prestige or a route of, um, I guess you could say, competence or something like that. It's Mm. incompetent to do it. For Mm. me, uh, since I already aired this now, I can say that for me, the reason I didn't do it was curiosity. I was a little bit too curious about what could happen later mm. and it also came to prove itself that yeah some interesting stuff did happen so it made yeah. sense but i never had the idea that it would be selfish or foolish or something like that that's not something i would claim today even but i was yeah, too curious i, I kind of i was too curious to not to do it you know i kind of i mean for me i mean the reason that you know back when i when i had had these sort of feelings back way back when and the reason that sort of i've um don't really, you know, even when things have been really rough since then, I don't get anywhere near that point because I did have a couple of uh, very close uh, people very close to me who did do it. Mm. And that's sort of, I, I saw how that affected everyone else. And that kind of put me, put me way off any kind of, ever kind of, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Mm. And, and then sort of just talking to people about it, about the fact that, you know, you're, you're, it's a, it's a, you know, a, a permanent solution to a temporary problem, yeah. essentially, you know, you're, you're, you're not very really well ending. Post, yeah. Yeah, you're 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 ending. You're you're just sort of the only thing you're doing is removing the possibility of things will get better. Absolutely, yeah. told me very so. well put. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very yeah. nicely put. Um, I myself thought about it on and off over the years. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's it's happened, and my thing is that I just think about all the things that I will not partake in, even something like this or whatever. You know, um. Mm-hmm. And I think, no, that's bullshit. You're going to feel better tomorrow or the next day. You don't feel good now. You'll feel better tomorrow or the next day. And you can do enjoyable things, things that give you life and give you freedom and make you feel good. And, you know, this this is not that time, but that doesn't mean that this is going to be every time. This is just temporary and you'll mm. get past it. Yeah, I made a similar deal with myself. I said, you know, I haven't had these these feelings in a while now luckily enough but i made a deal with myself saying okay if you're going to do this you have to do it on a good day you have to do it on a day when you feel pretty good and you still want to do it then you can't do it on a bad day because bad days of course they can come in rows but it's not an infinite (laughs) row it's not an infinite row sooner or later you'll have a better day exactly so so it's sort of the same idea i had when i said curiosity you know wanting to engage wanting to partake and stuff uh yeah it's like uh, people saying, don't go shopping when you're hungry because you buy a shitload of snacks. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly that. Don't go shopping for suicide when you're hungry. You yeah, exactly. 
don't go shopping for suicide when you're sad you know do it on a good day if you really yeah, absolutely. want to do if it. you feel on top yeah. of the world then think about killing yourself funny thing is that you won't think about that because you'll be fucking happy of so, course that's the, that's the trick you know that's yeah. a trick so just wait yeah. for those days because they'll come hopefully uh, and anyway. i'm trying to mm, damn it i can't there's uh well maybe here hold on give, give me a second here um all right. Well, what I was trying to trying to do was if if the, I know this can be a sort of a, a a rough kind of subject for people, especially if they also have these kind of thoughts. So I was trying to find like, is there is there a proper like international fucking helpline or place? And there isn't really, but I'm sure these things are readily available. Um, mm. I'll post a link. Hopefully, you have someone you can talk to personally. Hopefully you have that because that's the best. I think that you know to have a, a, a just a good friend, a family member, yeah. or even a pet. You know, just someone, oh, someone, yeah, you can, my, my dog, someone my dog you can play back when or, or Jackie Chan, you know, or Jackie Chan. Oh, oh, Jackie! <laughs> <laughs> Innest of in jokes there, and I'm not even going to explain it. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't actually. That's jokes you know, the ones that no one understands. The, the record label uh, doesn't want us to, so. Let's not. But also, I was gonna say that also, like, just you know, fucking like, yeah, talk to anyone, even fucking like, shoot us an email if you want to do that. If we just want to get something off your chest. It's fine. Just you know, just you don't have to. There's 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 plenty of. You're, you're definitely. I don't I, I don't know who we're talking to specifically, but whoever it is, they're definitely not alone. Thing is though, like the way Mick wrote that thing on years ago on his blog. I think this was 2008, if I recall correctly. Um, next, you'll be telling me you haven't. He's speaking to everybody. I think everybody has at some uh, point. Very nicely put. Very, you know, slicing like a blade right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And I think everyone has. And I think that speaks to people more than anything. It's like, it's telling everyone that we've all thought of it. So don't mm. be ashamed or feel alone about that. Because it's yeah. common. It's way more common than you think. Yeah. You wouldn't be ashamed to, you know, seek help if you, if you fucking break your leg. You wouldn't <laughs> exactly. be ashamed to, to fucking get that looked at. This too is sort of yeah, a, yeah. But, you know, but the, mental, mental health has a sort of weird. Kind like of, the big divide there is that we've come to know quite a lot about our physical beings, but we still are in the dark about our mental beings. Mm. You know, that's Although I think divide. we're a lot better than we were twenty five years ago. And when we get to the next song, I have strong opinions on that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what we'll do then. Let, let us continue. That was, I think it was good that we did that, but let's try to... Yeah. I'll keep you here all day. Apologies should we go into this. the music or should we finish up the lyrics? Um, we have the, we have the, the chorus, All of My Life, I Have Believed, so, yeah. Judgment of Heaven, Waiting for Me. Um, do you know what I think that is? Lyrically, it's not the best thing they've ever written, but I think musically and, and melodically, I think it's one of the best choruses of any Iron Maiden song. It's so unbelievably catchy. An earworm. <laughs> what it is about the succession of notes but it's like all of my life i have believed i think if you played that for people who dismiss blaze and didn't tell them who it was they might like it but because it's dressed up as blaze bailey in iron maiden they don't like it 
And I think that's a shame. And, and that's the biggest fucking shame of a lot of these songs. Uh, same on the next album, Educated Fool and, and Como Estas Amigos. It's it's a shame that they're Blaze Bailey Iron Maiden because then they get dismissed. But when you look at it and you listen to it, you're like, this is fucking good. This is good music. Yeah, but you know what? I think something that he sort of got the grasp on a while later, after his stint in Iron Maiden, is that he can control the dramatics a little bit better now. Because mm-hmm. in X Factor, especially X Factor, less actually less so on verse 11, but on X Factor, when it gets the most dramatic, he goes so dramatic that he becomes a little bit uh, undynamic. He loses dynamic in some parts when it's super important because he pushes it over the top a little bit. So it becomes almost comedic. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I, I overuse the word comedic. Eric uh, sort of uh, catches me when I do that. But uh, hmm. I'm just saying that he pushes a little bit too hard sometimes. And when he does this song in uh, hmm. last so like- years... For the hundredth time, control. you check the declination. Nation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it's very endearing, though. It's almost <laughs> like he he wants to say this so much, so he <laughs> says it too much. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. I uh, I love that about Blaze, though, and especially like I didn't know what the word declama- declination meant, uh, and I kind of well, it's, it's specifics of a telescope or something, but like even I, my computer says. Even my computer says. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking brilliant though. Made a fortune on computers. That's another I, song. I forgive. <laughs> I, I give him a lot of leeway, and I forgive him a lot because I think I actually yeah. I love his voice, and I uh, maybe I'm in the minority, but I think he has a very special and endearing and unique voice, and I, I love Definitely. I love the sound of it. I love it. Look, um, some a friend of mine that is not as big a maiden nerd or maiden fan as I am said once when he discovered why he liked the Blaze era, he said that. Blaze has the storyteller, he has the drama, and mm. that's why Steve picked him. Yeah. I think that's a very good uh, mm. way of uh, explaining why mm. Blaze Bailey ended mm. up singing in Iron Maiden. Because and it's, he it's, has the drama, he has the storytelling. The clansman as well, like that's him, he's telling you a story there. Like, you know, we're alone on the hills with the wind in your face. Oh, face. When Bruce sang it later, it was fantastic, but I don't know if Steve would have handed that song to Bruce. I don't know if I prefer, it I prefer the Clansman with Blaze. Always have, actually. I actually prefer it with Bruce, right? So I'm contradicting myself here. But I don't know if Steve would have handed that song to Bruce. I don't know if he would have said, right, I've got a song about Braver, right? Braver. <laughs> but Bruce would have been like, I'm off fencing. Bugger off. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm off fencing. <laughs> <laughs> but or I, don't like know, I don't know if he would have presented that song to Bruce. And I don't know if Steve would have presented Sign of the Cross to Bruce either. I don't know if he would have. No. I think those songs were written for Blaze, and it's lucky that Bruce is able to sing them really well and that we still have them, but I don't know if they ever would have existed had Blaze not been in the band. And I know he didn't write them, but I don't know if Steve would have given mm. those to Bruce to sing. Because I think they were no, wit- written with that more, like you were saying, Jonathan, that more dramatic, kind of almost theatrical, not in a Bruce way, but in a more ho-ho-ho-ho way. <laughs> Yeah, well, Bruce is, is also very dramatic, you know, in his approach. I got what you meant, but, yeah. but he's not ho 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 ho. No, he's not ho 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 ho. Yeah, like Blaze is like the Phantom it. of the Opera, whereas Bruce is like the fucking the, the Christine character in the Phantom of the Opera. Bruce is more uh, show tuney, you know. Yeah, someone said I think that was Greg. Greg has a lot of good one-liners in this podcast, and one of them was that if Bruce does something, it's a bit more show tuney than when <laughs> other singers do it. Yeah. I think it makes sense, mm. and I think that's that is what makes this era interesting too. You know, 
in many ways. Just you know, having Blaze at the helm uh, and his sort of his flavor of uh, dramatics is is a bit different. Sometimes overblown, yeah. sometimes a tad overblown, which is endearing. Mm. All right, so we're we're at an hour. Let's let's uh, yeah. Maybe push on the music. All right, uh, let me tell you this then. <laughs> Musically, musically, I I always had a problem with this track when I was, you know, getting into the band, and I couldn't really get uh, the tone of the song. I couldn't get the the melodies. Didn't really, they didn't really manifest in my in my head some way. Mm. But when I got into the album at large, this song fits very well on the album, and that's always sort of the the, the value I saw in this song was as part of X Factor. And that makes it a better song for me. Mm. I, there's bits I really like uh, that stand out for me musically. Um, but for me, up until like sort of the instrumental kind of break or the solos, this the, the sort of the focus here is very much on the vocals is the, the vocal line is the sort of center stage. There's not very many intricate riffs. It's pretty much just straight up, you know, straight chords. It feels Hardly like. any solo. I think uh, Dave Murray throws in eight bars of soloing. That's it. That's those it. riffs, but that, those but riffs there are, are melodies. There are melodies. Those riffs are caramel for the ears. It's like, like that's a low key Iron Maiden heroin yeah. riff. It's like based heroin on, based for the ears. On the, based on the vocal melody, right? Yeah, but then even the very maiden, very maiden. I could listen to that twenty four hours a day, and I'd be pacified. I wouldn't need food. I wouldn't need oxygen. Now let's listen to a bit of that now. Sure. Here we go. Fucking unbelievable. And then the twin guitar here. There's no twin guitar in the X Factor. Lies. Here it is. Very little, and this is one of them. Nice drive here. Good tempo. Good tempo. This is amazing. Caramel for the ears. It's so simple, but it like it makes me happy to listen to Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, Iron Maiden are not meant to be that complex. Do you know what? Like Dream Theater would have twenty more notes in here, and it would worsen the song. Oh yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, Let's listen to the little solo too, Eric. Where's that? Uh, It's before all that. There's like fifteen seconds of solo. Yeah. Yeah. 
very brief solo. I almost uh, thought there was no solo in this song, but there's a little like, one. I, do you know what? I love this song so strongly that I can't understand anyone who just misses the album, The X Factor. I just cannot understand it. No, <laughs> this is like, this is like this. To me, I might as well be listening to The Trooper. Like, I love this song. It's oh, so cool fucking too, yeah. good. <laughs> that means it's probably going to go on the list. I wouldn't put it on the list. I would absolutely put it on the list. Yeah, fucking going put it on the goddamn list. I, I'd never put it there, but I was sure it was going to end up there. And again, I would say for me, a song I'm not too into musically, but I like the lyrical content and I like how it works on the album. God, I have good. I have good things to say about it, but I'm not. I'm not super psyched about the song in general musically. No, I'm not. Can I share a memory with you? A, a personal memory about this song. Sure. So I was saying to Eric before you joined Jonathan about talking about Nesbitt and all, and Eric was like, oh, this person Nesbitt, I've never actually interacted with him, but, uh, you know, he, apparently he exists. <laughs> I, I, I compared him to Maris and Frazier because I just, uh, Maris, <laughs> I, really, I never see him. I, I'm sort of a fan of him, actually, a low-key fan of Nesbitt, I would say. I met Nesbitt and Andrew, who's been on your podcast, and Josh. I met them all in the Cardin Horses in 2018. Before an Iron Maiden show, they were all sitting at a table together. I didn't know them at all. I had listened to one or two episodes of Talking Maiden. And then I went to the urinal and I told this story many times. So Josh was standing to the left of me and Nesbitt was standing to the right of me. And we were all pissing away. And Josh Josh was wearing a Talking Maiden t-shirt. And I was like, are you, do you, is that, are you the guy who does Talking Maiden? He's like, yeah, man. And uh, we all went and sat at the same table together with Andrew. And um, I remember there was an Iron Maiden tribute band called Made in Iron from Sweden, actually. Uh, playing both nights at the Curtain Horses, both nights after Iron Maiden. And after they were finished, when everything was finished, when all the people were gone, I was leading the group in singing Iron Maiden songs. And one of them that stands out in my memory is Judgment of Heaven. And me and Nesbitt and Josh and Andrew and my friend Kevin and others were standing around, arms around each other, singing, All of my life now I have believed. And it was fucking unbelievable. And this song is just so special to me, but it was special to me anyway before that. But even bec- even now, it's even more special because of that. It was just like a fucking one of, that an amazing like a, that's, a, that's a great memory. story. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That that that's a kind of magical kind of. That's what you know. What that that is. I've said this many times as well. Iron Maiden brings people together. Even a, yeah. even a even a deep cut Blaze Bailey track from the X Factor brings yeah, people together. It's... And everyone knew the lyrics. We all knew them. We were just singing. It's like fucking. Ah. that when we get to the, the end of the sort of an official discography that we're going to record the last episode of that at, at the Garden Wars. Oh, well, well, I mean, you know, I'll let me know and I'll book a flight. Yeah, it'll be a while yet, but I hope to get over there several times, but it'd be cool just to at least be there for that. That just seems like I gotta, I gotta make them, I gotta make it over there at some point. Um, yeah. Now, now, do they, do they sort of, because I know like a lot of times you have like on a, a 
do they sort of lean into the maiden angle or are they like kind of sick of it so what's happened is now the carton horses has been renovated so what used to be the ground floor area of the pub i think is now apartments or housing and they have built a new pub downstairs underneath and that pub is gone it's gone uh, unfortunately mm-hmm. um but they've renovated and built a new pub so there was a landlord who was like right we're, we're turning this into housing you can have a downstairs venue and that's it so as far as i know as half of i think a half of the pub is going to turn into housing so they might have a, a, a ground floor bit and a downstairs bit but the actual thing the place that i was at is basically gone that's um, too bad yeah so i got there in 2018 just before all that happened I, f- I thought I was standing on the original stage that Iron Maiden played on, but I was corrected about that. Um, it wasn't. They, there was no stage, apparently. It was just ground floor, whatever. But they had erected a stage since then uh, mm. just for tourists. Yeah. <laughs> I think Paul Mario Day uh, played that stage as well at some point. Who? Paul Mario Day. Oh, Paul Mario Day. Yeah, sure. He still plays there. One, of, playing there one of all the Pauls, you know. Bruce Paul Bruce Paul, Dickerson. Paul, Paul Mario Day is playing there tonight. He's playing uh, Paul Andrews in, in, in Innocent Exile. Paul Andrews, Paul Mario Day, Paul Corcoran, plenty of Paul. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Paul. not Paul Diano, eh? He's too busy defrauding the government and now being a sympathetic figure in the same light. So this song is now on the list uh, uh, by hands of Fergal and Eric. I wouldn't have put it on the list, but I do want to support your enthusiasm. And I do think it fits on the album quite well. There we go. Woo! Woo! Indeed. All right, so now we're going to move on. Now to something completely different. But also... Is it completely different? No, oh, my, oh my dice. Oh my dice. Crikey. Sorry, I don't know why Crikey. I'm just Blimey. <laughs> That's the, the only thing you know, Eric, right? In another non American English. It's just crikey. I can, yeah, that's all I can yeah, really do. Exactly. I can, yeah, I, I, I can't do, I can, I can, yeah, that's, I'm not Or else that. Struth. Shout out Struth. to Ben Webster. Yeah. Ben but Webster would like this. In my defense, I've never fucking said that to him. That'd be insane. Ben, <laughs> ben Webster is a flaming galah. <laughs> that, I don't know what that means, but it needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, He's a flaming galah. Struth. He's a flaming You know, one galah. thing, I'm going to just stay on the topic of Ben Webster for <laughs> a little a, bit here. He's a flaming yeah. mongrel. For, for 30 seconds, yeah. I'm going to stay on the topic of Ben Webster. Uh, a thing yeah. I really uh, admire about him is that when mm. he defends music that, uh, for example, I don't like, he does it so well, and he does it with uh, a lot of heart, like uh, with, yeah. uh, with um, for example, Michael Kiske in Halloween, and I, oh, I yeah. criticize his vocals, and Ben just comes in, it makes people feel good. Yeah. Uh, you know, how can I argue with that, you know? Uh, that's uh, one yeah, zero to you, Ben. Doc! 
Ben's great. Yeah, great yeah, guy. Slamming a lot. Yeah. Where are we? Where are we <laughs> heading, Eric? Where are we heading? Well, we're heading uh, sort of the same era. God damn it! Exactly the same era. Exactly <laughs> the same era. But this should have been on the fucking. Um, this included nodding donkey twat. Nodding donkey twat. <laughs> Uh, How would that even so, look graphically? I'm nodding donkey twat. Well, if anyone at home wants to make that... Bruce Dickinson probably wrote a novel about it. You can ask him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that would be Lord Ify Boat Race, right? <laughs> the third unreleased novel was called Nodding Donkey Twat. Illust- <laughs> illustrated by Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson just rubbed his face in a, in a, a page. In a, a... <laughs> okay, Justice of the Peace. All right. So anyway, so just so the piece is a song that was supposed to, was going to be on X Factor, but then it God, was the, lo- thank the last. God, one. it wasn't. The last My one. God. So uh, I'm going to come in with what I really like about this song to contrast. Really, Mr. Fergal. Really, to contrast yeah. him here. Uh, I'm going to. Oh, what do you mean contrast? He hasn't said what he thinks uh, it. Uh, yeah, he made it pretty clear. <laughs> he hates it. And uh, yeah, first riff in, pretty cool. I like the first. Pretty riff. cool like riff. Um, let me play you a couple of riffs that. Uh, I was thinking about hearing that riff. Here comes the first one. UFO. UFO rock bottom. Has a bit of that. Rock bottom. And then uh, here we go with another riff. Also, uh, sort of, it's what I call a roller riff. It rolls up. And I, I quite like the, the rolling riff. Can you play the Justice of the Peace riff now, actually? Sure. Comparison Let's like, do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Justice of the Peace. Sorry if I fucked with your shit. No, my shit can't be <laughs> fucked with. <laughs> uh, here we go, Justice of the Peace. Also, roller riff. I think it mm. grooves pretty hard. Yeah. It grooves pretty hard. Mm. I like the riff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. So I have one more thing that I'm going to bring out, just staying all positive, and that would be the chorus of the song, that I think also is really nicely structured. (laughs) (laughs) I like this chorus. I like it, Fergal. (laughs) No, no, you don't. Don't like it. Something you've been taken over by a body snatcher. I came in with my positive positive notes blazing here. I I, I like the intro riff and I quite like the chorus. In the chorus, all right, body snatcher. All right, Jonathan. In inverted commas. In the chorus, they apply the Lydian scale. I think it's very cool. The Lydian scale is not is not common. No, no, you don't. I mean, that's the voice of pretty much everyone except for the nerds. So yeah. Uh, I think it's called for, but uh, <laughs> I, I do like the chorus quite a bit. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. And I like the intro. I think they are both musically superior, uh, superior to the past song we mm. heard. Like way better parts, <laughs> but All but right. that's parts. Uh, that's parts. Okay. Yeah, well, I'd say uh, this. Um, Jesus, hold it. I, I also tried to YouTube just for the piece, and apparently, you're not, when you're not specific, you get a lot of other things there as well. Um, but no, it's uh, so. I mean, I like the intro, <laughs> but I feel that <laughs> I, I, I of the two songs, the sort of of this sort of. I feel like I'm walking through a minefield. It's <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> it's, it's rubbish. <laughs> An Irish minefield. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's plenty uh, of minefields in Ireland, so that's actually quite offensive. So uh, oh, there we no. go. <laughs> yeah, 
Joking, there aren't there aren't any. But yeah, uh, uh, again, again, I, I know there's going to be a lot of criticism coming in, so I'm just going to come in with my positive notes only. Sort it out, and that would be the intro, and that would be the chorus. I think this chorus is a lovely chorus. I think it stands out, and I think it's better than the chorus in Judgment of Heaven. <laughs> this song uh, is a flaming law. Okay, also, <laughs> not going to argue with that. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But I really like the chorus. I really like the intro. Ugh. Uh, uh, fine. Yeah. Th- thank right. you for so allowing me an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on your own podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'll grant you. I'll grant you one opinion on yeah, your own podcast. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of criticism coming in. So I'm just gonna. Can I? Can I start I, criticizing I, it now? Yeah, you can because that's yeah, go, all my positive notes. All right. This song is the shittest song I've ever heard in my life. Uh, have you heard on the news another let off another let off madman right okay another let off madman okay I assume what he means is that somebody who you know was like a criminal or something was allowed to be freed from prison another screw on the loose Jesus Christ I'm assuming this is Steve is it the judge or is it the madman the screw on the loose the bad man bad Bad man is one word the batman okay so here is the fucking worst part of this song what's the matter these these days no one has the courage to put them away no one nobody has any faith because there's a breakdown of justice and order then he's like when i remember back listen to this sentence okay when i remember back the memories of yesterday i know this that that's and and let's let's hear it again let's hear it again when i remember back the memories of yesterday what the fuck that sounds like somebody who's just learned english for the first time in a fucking exchange (laughs) student program when i remember back the memories of yesterday that's like three different variations of the word memory in my in my english lyrics you can find some proof that i'm not a mother tongue English, Grand. but well, you that's can't fine, find you're not. that bad. Steve Harris is from England. That bad version. You cannot. In they my, invented in my lyrics, the language. I've never written a, a sentence that bad. It's a terrible. When I sentence. remember back the memories of yesterday, it's terrible. And anyway, right? Let's forget that absolute abortion of a sentence. Sorry, M- memories are remembering things. Exactly. Exactly. And what yet, the fuck is going on? Then, Listen to this. What right? is going on? Oh, 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 whoa, whoa, it gets better. With all the friends and all the times. All the times, all not the some times. of the times. When I remember back the memories of yesterday with all the friends and all the times. Not just some of the times, <laughs> not a selection of the times. When I remember all the times. All of them. All Each the time. Each time. Such great Each times. time. Yeah, amazing times. When, when people were carefree. <laughs> Fine. And walking down the street when everyone knew everyone. You didn't have to lock your door, Fergal. You didn't Christ. have to lock your door. Steve, Fergal, take the you, rose tins you off your glasses. You is that absolute we didn't animal. have to lock our doors. <laughs> That's what you have to understand, the, Fergal. Everyone knew everyone. Everyone did not know everyone. There never has existed a time when everyone knew everyone. It's a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> when everyone knew everyone and all the houses. Doors were open. Doors were not locked. All the houses no doors were open. To, no reason to lock the doors now. Everyone was a friend. Nobody. No one had to care at those days ago. Yeah, all the houses doors were open because people were probably fucking molesting your kids, you fucking fairy tale fucking nonce. There's no way there wasn't shit going on. It's like, oh, we, we left our doors open. Nobody stole from us. We could leave our cars open. We left 100 pound notes on the table. Yeah, grand. But your kids were being molested by Jimmy Savile. So yeah. it doesn't fucking like, you know, it doesn't matter. No, it's just, a, yeah, that's the thing. Because, you know, there's, there was never a, there was never um, an era before 
you know, bad stuff. It's just people weren't aware. No, bad stuff existed in all times. Whether yeah. it was Jimmy Savile molesting sure. your kids, which he probably was doing, uh, or, you well, know, people... Like, you know, we've been bragging on religion, but not for nothing, but those priests, you know... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, we left all our doors open and we I left mean, all uh, the cars open and... Blinga, 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 blinga. Sorry. Look, no, uh, no. I'm going to say, I came out with some positive notes, but I, I mm. have to agree with everything you just said, Fergal. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I agree with all of that, and especially that part about, uh, you know, the good old days or whatever... Like, oh, uh, it's, it's sickening. So, sort of the, do, you know, do you know what it reminds me of, right? It reminds me of this shit. And I think I said this to you. Of memories you're looking back on? Yeah. Memories <laughs> it reminds me of memories I remember from Remember Days. <laughs> no, I think I said this to you, Eric, before in a separate thing. But do you know what? Do you know, do you know when you see on Facebook, it's like, I'm so glad I was raised yeah, dead. Yeah, bullshit. And it's like people running through a meadow rather than now and people playing the Xbox. <laughs> bullshit, right? Bullshit. Firstly, fuck off with your meadow, right? I don't want to run in a meadow. I don't want to climb a bullshit tree that you're making me climb. I don't want to climb it. Peer pressure. I don't want to climb the fucking tree. Secondly, I'm probably perfectly satisfied with the fucking Xbox. Video games today are the best thing that's ever existed. They're like the best video games that have ever existed. Just because you had fucking Pong in the 70s or whatever the fuck it was called with a fucking dot and a line... I mean, do you think you want to be climbing a fucking tree in a meadow if you had fucking Call of Duty? No, you wouldn't. So go ask my fucking bollocks about climbing a tree. Fuck well, this you. This is the first time I'm not agreeing because I I like the old school video games. You know, I don't like the new school. I like them too. I, only, I, I like like Zelda: A Link to the Past and Zelda: Link's oh, yeah. Awakening. Fine. That was but the like, peak do you think you would have been games. climbing a tree if you had fucking you know? Oh, I'm with Zelda. you on that one. I don't want to climb the fucking tree. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. The way, the way it's formulated really annoys me because it's like. You know, if you know, if, if you know, if you remember these, you know, if these, like, or also even even something even as like is contrived, like if you this if you had this and this in your child, you were raised right. Like no, you were just born the right time. Exactly. Yeah. Or was it even oh. the right time? That's the that's the thing. You know, was it even? If no, you no, were no, you, if, no, 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 but the right time it. to experience those things. Okay. Okay. So you, if you, if you, you were you born when raised. I was born, then you are better than the people who are born now. That's but that's what these yeah, people are yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like yeah. if you were born when I was alive and I was a child and everything was better and everything was brilliant. Fuck off! Your kids were being molested by Jimmy Savile. Fuck you! You left your doors open. Did Hard you, did you just watch? The, like, I have a question. Did, did you just watch the documentary or something? Because no, there is a documentary <laughs> on on Netflix now. But in in fairness, like just all these stories keep coming forward from the 60s, yeah. 70s, days, nineties, two thousands of of. People with their kids getting molested, and it's like, oh, we left our doors open, and no one stole from us. Yeah, they didn't steal from you; they just stole your fucking children's childhood yeah. and your fucking Life, innocence, basically. But here's yeah. the thing: but the thing, the thing is, like, I mean, that's why we can sort of attempt to veer back into the song again. But like, when you have like these, I used to be part of like several sort of nostalgia groups on Facebook, like eighties stuff with like people who grew up in the nineties, that kind of thing, and like, yeah, you know, it used to be very fun. But then, it, then it just sort of devolved into people. Like this kind of like these sort of gatekeeping bullshit about oh you know this is this was weak and I was raised right because I fucking watched you know turtles in the mornings and I was you know in the nineties yeah like, no no all it means is your parent your parents you know fucked at a, you know like. Well, right, like, I mean, you might as, you might as well have caveman been like well I was raised right because I killed my they food copulated. and banged a hole into a but, wall uh, to live in was was the status that you're I mean, raised uh, right now guys, caveman guys let me turn this both ways. Also, it's not better now than it was before. That's an, it fucking that's a, is better that's, now. No, I, I don't agree now. with that. That's another misconception that it would be so much better now. It's been pretty much as shitty at all times. I don't think so. I think I think the shitty stuff is more available via the news 
and via the internet. I think it is better now. I just think we're more exposed to the shit. People were not exposed to World War One apart from the radio. People were not mm. exposed to World War Two apart from the radio and newspapers. We are now exposed. We're now exposed to the war in Ukraine. Every device we look at, and the, the, the word device is fucking key because we all have about 10 of them. What the fuck is a device? People didn't know what a device was 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, that's, there, there's, 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 there's plenty of horrendous stuff. And, and we all look at this shit and be like, oh, the world is shit. Oh, the sky is falling. It's not. It's, it's about as shit as it, it ever was. It's pretty much the no, same balance. No, it's better. Uh, I don't agree with it's that. Better. It's the same balance. As it always was. I think it's better. I think I think we're more tolerant. I think we're better people. I like your I enthusiasm, Fergal, but I don't agree with it. I I, I, I kind of I tend to agree with you there. I mean, there's there's certain aspects like I can look back and look at it in a nostalgic kind of way. And uh, we were talking about like '90s stuff the other day on you know in our, in our group chat there. But like, no, I know I know for a fact that there's there's there's, there's stuff is a lot a lot of things. There's, there's always going to be things that are worse. But for the most part, I think you know things are better. I, I'm just going to turn it both ways. It wasn't better then. I know it wasn't this. better with then. <laughs> it wasn't to. better now. It's the same fucking level. I, that's a cop out. No, yeah, no, it's I, not I, a cop I, out. I, I, it's I'm, my opinion. It's, uh, that's what I think. Yeah, it's still a cop out. Yeah. It's a cop out opinion. Uh, well, you guys are more rose flavored, I guess. Roast flavored? Yeah. Rose. Ro- yeah, roast? more like sweet, sweetened. Like uh, you believe in uh, progress. I do believe in progress, yeah, and I think we have it today. People say like, "Oh, political correctness gone mad." No, being nice to people, yeah, that's not gone Agreed. mad. That's yeah, actually well, I'm, nice I'm not going to agree with you guys, but it's not really a matter of heart for me, so I'm not going to defend it but till again, death. Like, or it's anything, also, but I just don't agree with well, that. Is, yeah, I think I think I think we could. This could be this could end up being an hour in itself. So let's let's try to move on. Um, so what do we got here? Uh, and what do we want to do with this? Uh, we sort of attack this in a very different way. <laughs> Attacked is the right word because this deserves to be attacked. So, all right. So we got some. We got some. I've got. The, I've, I mapped out the the structure of the song. If you're interested, uh-huh. which I think is yes. in itself is a bit uh, odd and interesting, uh, because they throw out a normal verse in the beginning of the song, but that's the only normal verse you get. The, the the two latter coming verses are more like um, bridge parts or like you know mm. the sort of uh, the part of the song that abbreviates from the rest of the song, and they add two of those verses instead, which is a very strange choice. If you listen to it, you you'll hear it. Like uh, the first yeah. verse is more of a spitting type belting verse, and then you get those really weird verses. Uh, Fergal recited some of the lyrics. You get two of those. And uh, in between there, there's a bit of a solo going on, but it's a really unique structure and uh, not in a great way. Yeah, it's it's what you'd say. Oh, that's that's interesting. Not meaning that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're being kind. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> Can we look at some of the lyrics from later on let's, in the song? Let's Can keep, we do that? Let's keep going. Would you allow me that? Would you grant yes. me that? Uh, I long for the times when you could wander down the street unharmed. No such time exists, Steve. No, I'm that's sorry. true. That never existed in life. When people didn't have much money, but didn't seem to care. Ooh, nostalgia. Uh, it Sim- must be the cynic times. in me. But I, simpler times, Fergal. <laughs> it, do, it must be the cynic in me, but I don't really like things now. The violence. That, that, that. The uh, violence, the attitudes, aggression that you see every day. A sick society looks the other way. Yeah. 
fine fine that he's saying that but does he not think during that time like he was part of a sick society that was looking the other way as well yeah definitely that's that's what always been the case you, you, you i think i think essentially and this is not i don't think this is what he means in this but when, when you get in this for me when i uh think about oh you know nostalgic of simpler quote-unquote simpler times it's, it's more so if you're being if, you know if you're being honest about it, it's more so longing to an, an era before i was aware of all the bad the stuff that, that's no, worth feeling it's, bad about. It's, it's longing for a time you remember when you didn't know about bad things that were happening. Yes, exactly. yes, 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 yes. And everyone has one of those. Right. Maybe when they were a child, whatever. But the reality is, while that was happening, unbeknownst to you, all of the bad shit you're now fucking talking about was actually happening. Mm. Just unbeknownst to you. So, like, this, this, this fucking paradise does not exist. And, like... People will say, oh, the song Age of Innocence is similar. Fine, but at least that's a good song. Mm, at least it's I like don't agree catchy. with that either. I think that's also a shit song. Okay, okay, fair enough. I, I, I really like that song. it's a pretty terrible song, actually. I think it's really, really, really catchy and, and, and a good song and melodic and things like that. This song does not have any of that. And also is, is just... I slightly uh, prefer this one above, uh, above that one. To, to Age of Innocence? Yeah, slightly. Ever so slightly, ever so slightly. My dear God. Right. Do you, no, no, so, uh, yeah, we didn't put that one, I, obviously. We oh, of course we didn't, either, that would have been like, that. If I had been on Age of Innocence, I, mean, I would have put it on the list, already, the, the list is already challenged as probably not legit. If we would have put Age of Innocence on it, the list would have been a complete joke. You know? No, no, no. No, that, 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 you can't say that, because I, I, I prefer Age of Innocence to the Assassin. Uh, Age of Innocence is not a bad song. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just okay, my well, opinion, okay. I guess. I don't like it at all. Anyway, it's it's not as it's not as preachy as this fucking song. Jesus. That's true. And like, uh, it's it, to to me, it's a good thing that this song did not end up on the X Factor. And the only good thing I can say about this song is that someone had the foresight to just not include this as part of that album because it would have absolutely destroyed the. Actually, album, let's let's opinion. talk about that. Uh, we have these three yeah. songs that we've done quite recently too. Um, um, mm. Out of those, they're all rubbish. Out of those, maybe Judgment Day could have worked, but I sort of argued in that episode. It was only last week that uh, I wouldn't have been able to fit it in into the uh, overall sort of arc of the album. Uh, so that one, I, 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 I'm pretty much on on board with not including these three songs. I live my way I, I because think they're it's all absolute horrible. trash. They're all horrible. I live my way. Say, I live my way is absolute Awful. trash. Uh, so it's good that it wasn't included. Judgment Day, I kind of like, but I couldn't see it fit on the album. And this one has those terrible verses, the second and third one, that are really, really like, uh, both lyrically and musically, not good at all. So in my, op- in my opinion, uh, I'll let you in, Fergal, uh, but in my opinion, it's, it was a good call, not including any of these songs. Sorry, sorry for being interruptive there. Uh, when I when I got the Eddie's Archive box set years ago, in actually I got it in two thousand and three. It was the second edition of it. I was so excited to hear these B sides that I'd been reading so much about, specifically in the Best of the Beast booklet, which was the most detailed booklet of any compilation album I've ever mm. read in my life. It told you the singles the chart positions the b-sides mm. and i was r- that's fun pouring through this as a as a, a a teen going oh my god i can't wait i want to hear these something youtube obviously didn't exist blah the internet didn't exist you know old man <laughs> but um i i was like I, I bought eddie's archive and i was like 
I can't wait to hear these fucking songs. Especially because they were original. Mm-hmm. And when I heard them, I was so heavily disappointed. Mm. Like, I, I wasn't really. I was quite happy hearing them. But, really? But I do still, like I just stated, believe that it was a good call to leave them off. I was so, so heavily disappointed. So I, guess, I was heavily disappointed to hear Nodding Donkey Twat as well and all of those other songs. But then there were some really, really good songs like Kill Me Sussoir and all those other songs. That's a good cover, Which were yeah. great. Um, but I was like, ah, oh, like these original Blaze Bailey song tracks that didn't make the album. I was like, oh, these must be good. But I don't think, in my opinion, they should ever have been released, even as a B-side. Oh, really? These songs really? Okay. should have been sent to the seaside and thrown in the fucking sea. Uh, to level with that, uh, I would just say that I, I quite enjoy, again, the, the intro riff, and I quite enjoy the chorus in, in, in this one, the current one, uh, just of the piece. I quite like those parts. I think they're inventive and good. And I also quite like parts of uh, Judgment Day, and the tempo overall, uh, and I Live My Way is terrible, but uh, still, I'm inclined to sort of agree with you, Fergal. Like, I don't like them as much as I, you know, I would start defending them with my sword or anything. Uh, mm. It's not going to happen. Do you have a sword? Uh, actually, I don't have a sword. That's like a weakness in, in, in my intenuary. <laughs> like in, in my... One day. Not intenuary, in my inventory. My inventory needs a sword. In inventory. Inventory. My inventory needs a sword. But yeah, uh, I agree. They're, uh, they're not that good. Uh, but as B-sides, the only difference is, I think, as B-sides, yeah. As B-sides, it's, it's cool. I, I like hearing them, you know. What do you think, Eric? Well, for me, I, I um, sort of revisiting these these tracks uh, for doing this. I do agree that I prefer Judgment Day over this one. I'll say that uh, I don't. I think it's a good idea. None of them were on the album. I, I'll change my opinion, kind of from from last uh, for last week on that. Mm. Uh, I I think they. I do think it was the right call to include them in the box set because there's a bit of their history. I, you know, that, that obviously was, you know, it's kind of something you kind of want that on there. I, mean, I wish they had more of them on there. I wish there was even like a, you know, they should have done all the fucking, you know, B side just because, you know, you, you know, why not? It, it doesn't, doesn't have to be, it's not maybe something I'm going to revisit a hell of a lot of, but it's fun to, it's interesting to hear at least. Um, but I'll say these two are in a different league then i you know i i live my way because that was that doesn't even sound completed really it's terrible yeah but i mean it's not a good not good again everything you said uh, critically fergal uh i have to sort of agree with like this song is it doesn't hold up lyrically it doesn't hold up musically it doesn't hold up uh, it's a weird ass song and not in a good way no the lyrics are really really bad like it's and even I can't the, believe they actually recorded this and released it. It's like even the musical structure, how they sort of replaced. You know, they have one sort of verse going, and then those two other verses, which sound more like uh, interlude parts or uh, you know bridge parts of a song, and uh, just it's just really odd and, and I mean, like, unpleasant. It's unpleasant, Fergal. It's unpleasant. I know, I know, I know. Blaze was only new in the band, but if somebody handed me a sheet of lyrics and said. When people were carefree and walking down the street, when everyone knew everyone and all the houses' doors were open, I'd be like, would you fuck off? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Yeah. fuck off with this. I was going to say that in the previous song as well, uh, in Judgment of Heaven, that some of the sort of percussive uh, outbursts, like, yeah, 
and you know that kind of thing it sounds very contrived to me in that song too like it doesn't so, it doesn't uh, yeah, fit it doesn't I'm not, fit I'm not, it's like I'm someone not saying told ju- him judgment of heaven is shakespeare or anything like that but the, the the thing that i can get behind is if the lyrics are bad if the song is good i will get behind it and i personally think that judgment of heaven is a good song this neither has the prestige of being a good song nor does it have a song that has good lyrics so it's like a doubly offensive track so it's like ah oh. yeah i was just thinking like technically the, those kind of yes and wow yeah, yeah they, they yeah, sound yeah. contrived to me they sound it sound very they, forced. they sound forced that's a better word yeah thank you eric it's a better word fine, fine yeah, yeah they don't enough. fit in in that song either they don't fit in in judgment of heaven like yeah it sounds forced Possibly, yeah. I, 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 do you know what? I never, I never really noticed that myself, but um, I can see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, also, I, I, I don't think that I think that this this song. I mean, the interesting bit about this song, I guess, the most interesting bit is it's a Murray Harris. Uh, Murray, Murray, they should yeah. just keep Murray away from the song. Murray writer. was not on X Factor at all. He was on this one. Though. Yeah, exactly. But he wasn't on the album. No. Uh, so this would have been his chance, I guess, you know, to be on the album. Uh, but uh, I'm glad they disincluded it. I'm with Fergal on that one. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. But I, I there's, think that I'd the, say there's uh, a strong reason why Murray does not get more songs on well, Iron Maiden albums. He, he doesn't even crave it, you know. I said last week that Doesn't he, 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 though? We don't know what goes on uh, behind uh, oh, That's doors. true, that's true. We don't know. But I said last week that he's he could be the George Harrison of the of, of Iron Maiden, but he's... For all we not, know, he's submitting 90 million songs like this. But I don't um, think so. He's Steve too is just chill. Like, I don't think so either. He's a relaxed fella, you know. He's relaxed. He lives in Hawaii. <laughs> okay. He smokes. He smokes the best dope with Kirk Hammett. <laughs> All right. All right. Probably. Who knows? But yeah, um, uh, I guess we're in agreement that uh, it's not a great song. Do you know what I think? Like, it's funny that we did do these two songs from the same era on the same episode. Judgment of Heaven, I think, is absolutely fantastic. And you can never stop me talking about it. But this song is like one of the worst songs Iron Maiden mm. have ever done. And you can never stop me criticizing it. And it's it's funny that they did both of these in the same fucking recording session. I value your passion, Fergal. For me, I guess for me, I guess they're two pretty weak songs, you know. Just that's just how it is. They're two pretty weak songs. There's one last tidbit musically in, in just a little piece. Uh, that will be the guitar solo, and I think it's a Janik solo in this one. I will confess to not even listening to the solo because the song annoyed me so much. Oh yeah, it has this part too. That could be Dave, actually. I mean, this bit isn't bad, like, but... Uh, Engaging enough, I guess. So scratch the part about Yannick's solo, it was uh, most likely a Dave solo, but it wasn't also, it wasn't that remarkable. So where does that leave us, Eric? Where well, are where are we? Uh, 
I can't think of it. I was going to try and think of a creative and funny, witty answer that was topical, uh, but left everyone with a feeling of uh, warmth inside, but also <laughs> laughter. And But I couldn't think of one. Um, you put a lot of... Uh, fucking variables and disclaimers on yourself there yeah i did yes just because whatever i say now is not going to be that (laughs) wow i can't can't believe that's what was running through your mind there (laughs) it probably wasn't i mean who knows what's going on up there um that's it that is far too considerate just you know you you do you i will do me so uh obviously this is not going on any list of any by any stretch of the imagination no oh sorry this song no 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 but we already have yeah I'll have, I'll have to struggle in trying to get uh, judgment of heaven out of the list but that's well, for we'll later when that, when that battle is for that, that is a battle for another day my friend that's no, for it's later not. that should be in the top 17 oh really top 17 top 17 wow i've just decided now wow it's above the clansman it's lower Ooh. it's lower than the wicker man okay it's between men okay it's between men <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> so, want to rotation? Let's do a bit of rotation. Why don't you start, man? Uh, me? Who, who are you speaking to there? I have no idea. Whoever wants to, to be, whoever I mean, feels generally, it's, generally, it's guests first. But Fergal so is Fergal is no longer really a guest, but he's more of a. He should still go <laughs> first. What an annoying neighbor who knocks around. He's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, more Christ, like you know, a naughty, un- naughty uncle. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you go first, Virgil. Uh, I have been listening to today, in fact, uh, do you know the band Sabotage? I'm sure you oh, do. Oh, yeah. There's a song called The Crowds, When the Crowds Are Gone. And um, a couple of years ago, I was listening to that a lot. And I put it up on Twitter, actually, today. I was like, this song reminds me of a very painful time in my life. And it does. And um, I got a reminder from Facebook, which is like the biggest prick of all time if you're like you know trying to move past things it's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, yes indeed <laughs> you remember five you years absolute, ago when you, you had this absolute life. piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're but, uh, right <laughs> uh, but I was like oh when the crowds are gone by sabotage I was like yeah and I, I listened to it like about five times today and I can't fuck that like it's still one of the best songs of all time a great band, a great lead singer. Oh my god, it's like... I wasted my time until time wasted me. If that's ever a lyric about anyone, it's about me. My God. I 
and I never wanted to go either. I always wanted to stay. Uh, I never wanted to go. I always wanted to stay. Blah blah blah. <sighs> reminds me of Muse that- of all bands. It reminds me of Muse. Don't oh, waste oh your God. time, or time will waste you. I wasted my time until time wasted me. Is like it's one of the most powerful lyrics I've ever heard in my entire life, and it speaks yeah, to me at so many levels. <sighs> yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm not even going to say anything else. I've been listening to other shit as well, but like that's that's enough for me. Right. Splice that in. For me, it's yeah, been well. for me. It's been uh, again. I've mentioned them before in rotation. This will be the first repeat rotation, but it's uh, the band Hellas. Or uh, hal- oh, yeah. halas, I guess you would say in English. H a l l a s, halas. And uh, uh, I'm gonna see them on Sunday in oh, nice. in Circus here in Stockholm. And cool. uh, really looking forward to that. So uh, Illusions Gate. <laughs> I think is probably their best song yet. Uh, I think that's a band that is really up and coming with their brand of rock that is called Adventure Rock, Adventure Rock, and uh, yeah, uh, really digging them. You know, it's a great band and super looking forward to Sunday. That's what I've been listening to. Very cool. I've been out. Uh, I've not heard that one. I'll check that out. I've been today. I've been actually spinning this. This is the. Uh the X-Files soundtrack, actually. Um, ah. I'm re-watching the series, and I kind of had some mm. feelings, so I got that. This is a- ah, I love, I love, love, love the X-Files. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's, I'm, on, I'm on season uh, two, when I've re-watched, and it's, uh, it's, 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 do, do you, do you understand, or is it even, like, is that just a stupid question? Do you understand, like, the mythology? Or no. is there, like, is there a coherent storyline? My, 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 um... Because I've watched it through twice. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's, uh, there's bits that sort of are connected and there, there is, but I think that, uh, he does, he obviously did not have a plan for the whole mm. bigger picture all the way through. Kind of frustrating, though, yeah. as a, as a, as a viewer. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, for me, for me, like I said, it, it still works, um... But when I was, when, like, when I was watching it the first time around, and I really cared a lot about the mythology episodes, I wanted mm. to see what was going on. Yeah, that 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 did frustrate me then. But now nowadays, I kind of I almost more more enjoy like the Monster of the Week kind of ones. But hmm. Monster of the Week, yeah. And, and, and I assume you watched the latest two seasons with Mulder yeah. and Scully. Yeah. I, I I didn't watch either of those. Are they worth watching? Or are they there's good some good or? stuff in there? Uh, there's some. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, some is a bit confusing uh, as to where it sort of fits in. Well, I'm not gonna. Say, uh, yeah, I'd say it is. Uh, I will watch them. I will watch yeah. them eventually. Um, and uh, I, I, I should mention this. This popped. In, I got this in the mail today. This is uh, Chris Dale's book 
on the Skunk Works. Uh, mm. Interesting. Uh, I am of five pro seconds. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is uh, the oh. guy, Chris Chris Dale is uh, the bass player in the Skunk <laughs> doing Skunk Works. Oh, that's actually one oh, of the. Uh, we talked about that before. What we're gonna do after the re- original run of Made in A to Z is one I'm looking forward to is to uh, sort of dig into Skunk Works. Actually, I think that's gonna be fun. Yeah, very so, good. So this is. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, I haven't read it yet. I just sort of just arrived right before we started doing this. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting, you know, starting to read that. I'm going to say here, because I know the person who's my subject, object, I don't know, on my object. own podcast won't listen to this. But uh, I was asked recently by an Irish band to feature them on my podcast. Huh. This has happened a few, to- really? a few times. Really? That's cool. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's happened a few times, and I've I've often said no. I'm like, no, no, sorry, mm-hmm. that's not whatever. That's not the type of music. But this other this guy asked me, and um, he was kind of quite charming and and persuasive, and he asked me to feature his band on my podcast, and I was like, eh, okay, fuck it. So I have been listening to a lot of Strangers with Guns, and if anyone goes and investigates that type of music you will see that it's not the type of music that i normally like or listen to uh, or feature on my podcast but um it's it's weirdly endearing it's like a lot of spoken word vocals and heavy rock riffs i'd say um and it's initially i was like no 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 and i even said no to him and i went actually no yes <laughs> so i said no initially and i went actually when i said no i meant yes so I did an interview with him yesterday, um, right. and the, the interview was really fucking interesting, especially to do with the Irish music scene and how you get paid and how you get gigs and blah blah blah, and, and, and releasing an album and stuff. I can't say still that the in, the music is is the, my you know favorite type of music, but at the same time it's it's weirdly intriguing. Uh, so Strangers with Guns is another band I've been listening to and you'll hear them on Beckon Metal maybe in a month or something like that I, I don't know when that episode is going to be released but a long time away looking forward uh, to that yeah. actually the, yeah that sounds cool the more um, obscure you get uh, the more interested I am I guess well this is about the most obscure I've ever got because mm. this is not music yeah, that interests really me really looking but forward I still, to it I still went and listened to all of his music and all of the songs and picked out lyrics and afterwards he was like thanking me for my d- level of detail and he's mm. like no he, he was like no one has ever picked up on our lyrics before like that i was like mm. oh. yeah i was like that's my standard approach he was like he's like no one has ever ever called out lyrics or asked about songs or like that it's like everyone i speak to is like some radio interview prick who's like talked about the latest album and that's it he's like fair play to you i was like oh yeah thanks that's my standard thing that i do <laughs> But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna create my own opportunity. Somebody's gonna come asking for me one day, and they'll be like, "You would be perfect for this." Uh, like, that's what you gotta do. You're the new Mick Wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, from all of us to all of you, up the irons. Squall from the north, and pretty good. It's pretty, 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 pretty good.